Hey, thanks for joining us here at Broad River Church. For video messages and content, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow our Facebook page. Find us at broadriver.church. This is a great way to stay connected throughout your week, no matter where you are. Right now, let's go to our lead pastor, Kevin Mullins, for this week's message. to a year of overflow. 2022 is going to be a year of overflow for Broad River Church. Come on, say overflow. Find someone close to you there and look right at them and say, this is a year of overflow. Come on, do it. That's pretty good. Now find someone else that's also close, maybe on the other side and say it this time like you mean it. This is a year of overflow. A passage of scripture we're going to be very familiar with this year is Galatians chapter five. And I wanna read verses 16 to 18 to you and then verses 22 to 25. And I'm not gonna go very deep today. I'm not gonna speak very long. I just want to get your appetites charged up a little bit. And let's read verses 16 through 18, then 22 through 25. But I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit And the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. That seems pretty clear. Verse 18, but if you are led by the spirit, you are under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. We're not gonna read that. We're gonna read down to verse 22. Verse 22 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. These verses that we're reading here are about change. They are about how to experience through the Holy Spirit deep lasting, radical, permanent change. It might take the whole year for us to get all of this, but this is what's up, Galatians chapter five for 2022 for Broad River Church. I grew up Pentecostal, so the word overflow is a word that we use a lot in the Pentecostal church. And the word overflow for Pentecostals is always about the gifts of the spirit, right? Just getting boosted in your life. So it was about speaking in tongues more and prophesying more and more visions and all of that is great. And we are a church that believes in the full function of the operation of the gifts of spirit. But this is not what I have in mind when I talk about this being a year of overflow. Uh, I've also been a part of churches where overflow was all about getting more stuff, right? God wants me to be blessed so much that it's just pouring out the top of me. So it's better jobs and better cars and better houses and better vacations. And guess what? I still believe that no one is going to be more blessed than people who submit themselves to God's plan. But this is also not what I have in mind when I talk about this being a year of overflow. That's why I want us to talk about change. And we're going to be entering into a new series next week called What's In It For Me? And the in it is focused on this internal change. This is a tough thing to hear in 22. We're not used to hearing this kind of language, but everybody hear this. God calls his people to change. Well, change what, pastor? Yes. 
Yes, I'll call it Christian change. And I want, I want us to understand the, the, this, the nature of this change. We're also gonna talk about later the pattern of the change. There's a process to this change. So the nature, pattern, and process. But let me just say something today about the nature of Christian change. The analogy that is used throughout the Bible to talk about Christian change, the analogy that's always used is this, the analogy of fruit and the growth of fruit. This early church leader here uh, named Paul, he calls it, did you see that, the fruit of the Spirit. Now, he could have said when he was talking about what the Spirit does inside of us, what it produces, he could have said, this is the, the traits of, of the Spirit. He should have said, this is the characteristics of the Spirit. But what did he say instead? He said, it's the fruit of the Spirit. Come on, everybody say fruit. He says fruit because he wants us to think about botanical growth, all right? Botanical growth. How do living things grow. Here's something to know about Christian change that we can learn from the analogy of fruit. How does fruit grow? I want you to see four things. I'm going to do these very quickly. First of all, botanical growth. First of all, this growth is gradual. It's gradual. You can't always see it when it's happening. I, I remember when our kids had those summers, or it seemed like it was always the summers where they, they grew a whole lot. And you never, listen, I never saw my kid getting taller. Right? It was just all of a sudden, it, it was like, yo, you got big. Like, and, and I don't know when it happened. The way that living things grow is what? It's, it's gradual. It's slow. It's mysterious. There are some seasons, you'll see that tree out in your front yard, uh, like in the winter especially, you, that you don't know that that tree is growing, but over the course of several seasons, it's taller. You can't see it. You know what else? Sometimes you can't even feel the growth. This is important for some of you who are here who have been frustrated in your spiritual life because, watch this, you're looking for overnight change and that's not the way the fruit of the Spirit work. Sometimes, in fact, you can't even tell you have grown in the Spirit. You, you can't even tell until you come up against a, a challenge that used to would have taken you out, but all of a sudden you come up against it and you're not having the same problem that you used to. I, I can see that growth in some of you because I see some of you coming up against things that would have taken you out two years ago and now you barely blink, right? So Christian growth, Christian change, botanical growth, it's, it's gradual. Here's the second thing we learn from the analogy of fruit. Growth is inevitable. Everybody say inevitable. So it may be slow, it may be mysterious, but everybody listen, it's going to happen. Check it, if you have the spirit of God in you, there will be change. Every time it's inevitable. Well, pastor, I thought we were saved by faith and not by the fruit that we produce right? But faith is always fruitful. Always. Say always. Listen, it's just not okay to be struggling year after year with the same things and never moving ahead. You must change. No amens on that one, but it was still true, brother. Amen, Pastor Kevin. That was good. Let me say it more clearly. The longer you follow after Jesus, let's just use the scripture that we had today from Galatians chapter five. The longer you follow after Jesus, the more loving you're going to be, the more peaceful you're going to be. You're gonna have more joy. You're gonna be more faithful. Get this, you're gonna be what he says, goodness. You're going to be more good. Well, I'll never be good. That's not what the scripture says. You'll be more gentle. You'll have more self-control. Well, pastor, who I am is just who I am. And so don't hold your breath on me changing very much. That's just who I am. And no, that's not how it works. 
Thank God, right? This is why we sang this song today. The song that we sang this morning doesn't say, I am who I am, yes I am. That would be, a, <laughs> that wouldn't be as good of a song. No, it says, that's, the, that's like what Popeye the sailor man says, right? I am, who, isn't that what he says? I am what I, I am what I am, right? Okay, anyway, what does the song say? I am who you say I am. That's important. Who does he say you are? He says you're more loving. He says you're more joyful. He says you're more patient. He says you're more kind. Are you getting this? All right. No, you'll get it. Stick with me. Somebody, you're going to get it. I promise. This is overflow. It's a year of overflow. So it's gradual growth. It's inevitable. And watch this. It's internal. It's internal. Mm. So much to say here. But for today, We've just got to get our eyes and our hearts locked in on measuring growth the way that God measures growth. We are very addicted to watching and measuring growth by what we see externally, right? We, the, the things we see, oh, it must be growing because we can see it grow. Remember, it's about fruit. Yeah, you can't often see what's happening inside the fruit. There may be some external signs, but the growth is happening inside. So is it being a better leader in front of people? Is it being a better counselor? Is it being more intelligent? Is it being more charismatic? Is it being a better singer? Is it being a better preacher? All of those things are good, but is that the growth that God has in mind? I think that God is pleased with us growing externally as well, but listen, real growth is internal. We often read 1 Corinthians chapter 13 at weddings. Everyone wants to have 1 Corinthians 13 read at their wedding. Why? Because it's beautiful. It's very, very poetic. But if you really listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 very closely, you know what else it is? It's frightening. L listen to what it says. Paul here, look what it says in verse 1. He says, if I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, what's the, what are you talking about? External, right? Things that we can hear, things that we can see. But I don't have love, what am I? A noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Okay, that doesn't sound very positive. How about verse two? If I have prophetic powers, right? We like people that prophesy, understand all mysteries. They're telling you, this is what I see in your life. This is what I see in your life. All knowledge, they're so wise. And if I have all faith, wow, I can even remove mountains but have not love, what? I am what? Nothing. Verse three, if I give away all that I had, man, that's good, right? Look at how giving they are, everything they have, they're giving it, they're so generous. I might even deliver my body up to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Okay, Paul, you made it pretty clear that what we do externally is not the measure of growth. It's, what is love? Love is patience kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant. The very part of verse 8 says what? It says, love never ends. Mm. So it's gradual. It's, it, it, it's, it's inevitable. It's internal. Um, is it possible to be motivated? And listen carefully before you answer the question, because it's going to be kind of a tricky question. Is it possible to be motivated to work for God in the church and have the lives of many people around you change, but you not be changed yourself? The answer is yes. That's what 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says. This is what Galatians chapter 5 says. This is what Matthew chapter 7 says when people are coming to God at the throne to be judged and they say, God, we did all these things in your name. We cast out demons in your name. We fed all the hungry people in your name. We gave all of our stuff away to the poor. And what does God say? What does the master say in that parable? Do you remember? 
I never knew you. Christian change is internal. It's an organic thing. It's gradual. It's inevitable. And the last one, you'll have to listen hard for a minute. This one is tougher. Christian change is symmetrical. It's symmetrical. Watch this. Do you notice that Paul calls these things the fruit of the Spirit? He doesn't say fruits, multiple. He says fruit, singular, but then he goes on to list all these different things. He's not doing it right, says your English teacher, right? But this is on purpose because he's saying, watch this, all of these things are one thing. I'll have to do more of this work in the weeks to come in this series, what's in it for me. But here's the deal. These fruit that you see listed here in Galatians chapter five, they always work together. In fact, in other words, you're not gonna grow to be a very loving person without also becoming a more peaceful person. You're you're not going to become a more peaceful uh, person, but also continue to be consumed by worry and anxiety. The change that God has in mind is comprehensive, You're not gonna get some of the package and not get the rest. It's symmetrical growth. This is tougher. We'll have to dig into this. These things grow together. That's a very light version of what I mean by symmetrical. It's a really light version of this whole idea of the overflow of the fruit of the spirit in our lives. I just talked about the nature of change. We're gonna talk about the pattern and process of change. We'll get to that. But here's the big idea for this year, for the next few weeks specifically. When the fruit of the Spirit are produced, everybody listen, it makes a difference for our lives and everyone around us. Don't you want that? I want you to know that our world is desperate for some people who really undergo Christian change that really see the fruit of the Spirit produced in their lives. Our world is desperate for it. So that's our theological direction for the year. But I want to share another thing as I've been praying. I've, I felt another maybe more practical worship direction for this word overflow. Let me give it to you quickly, and then we're going to celebrate communion together and close out. There are so many places to motivate this thought from, but the one that's most top of mind for me is in Joshua chapter six, which is the the story of the fall of Jericho. If you aren't familiar with the story of the fall of Jericho, and that's just fine if you aren't, you can learn about it. God gave his people this very unlikely, miraculous victory over a strong and powerful city. The way it went down is that they, they marched around the city for six days. This is the whole of their military activity. And then on the seventh day, verse five says, they made a long blast with a ram's horn. And then God told his people, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout, with a great shout, and what will happen? The wall of the city will fall flat, and the people shall go up, everyone straight before him. The second part of this year of overflow is that I believe in this church in 2022, there's gonna be an overflow of the voice of the people being raised in praise to their God. It's an overflow of the voice of the people being raised. All throughout the Bible, we we read things like, shout with the voice of victory. We hear, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I want you to know that you are the next in line of a long group of people who have been invited to use your voice to make God's name famous in the earth. And as a prelude to the victory he has for us in all areas of our life. I I have been concerned in our times of singing in worship, and I'm talking about our church specifically now, uh, 
that we would not become the kind of church where people just come to listen to good singing and good preaching and then go home without having ever opened their mouths to be a part of what's happening. This is not that kind of church. This is a say amen kind of church. All right, y'all are all right. <laughs> this is a shout unto God kind of church. I'm not saying you have to worship like anyone else. I'm not gonna tell you how to worship, but we need your voice and you need to let your voice be heard. Let me end it by saying it the way the writer of Hebrews said it in chapter 13, verse 15. What did he write? He says, through him then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. Watch this. That is the what? Fruits the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. It's the fruit on our lips. It's the change on our lips. Why is it the change on our lips? Because we used to be quiet when we talked about God. We used to be silent when we praised our God, but not now there's an overflow. Since we're calling it fruits, uh, we could just say it may have been gradual, it may have been inevitable, but, that I'm gonna, but I'm going to praise him. It's something internal that's now making its way to my lips. So this year, even this coming Sunday, as we go into our 21 days of prayer, you're gonna hear people up on this platform just encouraging you to use your voice. You're gonna hear that actual phrase, come on, use your voice. What we mean by that is just open your mouth and let something come out. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That didn't even fit, but I did it anyway. <laughs> right, just listen, some of you, when you get home and you're yelling at somebody, you have no problem letting something come out of your mouth. You can do it. I know you can do it, right? Don't just listen to someone else sing. You smells pray, you pray. Don't listen to someone else give somebody, give praise vocally to God. You give praise vocally to God. We're gonna, we're gonna do that right now. Let's sing another song. It's a year of overflow. Would you put that back up on the screen? I want them to see that. It's a year of overflow. I think you have that on the screen somewhere there. This internal change that's coming to us as God produces fruit internally and this external overflow of our voice. Let's go ahead and fire it up and sing together. You're, 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 let me say it this way. Your voice produces our voice. Watch this. We can't, every church uniquely has a voice. If you go to different churches, they may be singing the same songs, but you'll just say, there's something different about this church from that church. What's different? Every church kind of has a voice, right? How does our voice get produced? It's through your voice and your voice and your voice and your voice coming together. Go ahead and fire. We're going to sing together. Thanks again for joining us here at Broad River Church. Our heart is that you would come to know God, find freedom, discover your purpose so that you can make a difference. If you'd like to take a next step in your journey following Jesus, just visit broadriver.church slash next steps. We'll see you next time.